Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Antioch Dallas Sermon Podcast. My name is Stephen. I oversee student ministries here at Antioch, and I'm with Joe Polino. He oversees young marrieds and families, people who are just having their firstborn children. Right, Joe? That's right. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad to be with you today. We just experienced our first Sunday in the new building. And I want to ask Joe, Joe, how was this Sunday? Man, this Sunday was epic, like a total joy. It was kind of like the Christmas present under the tree that you finally got to open in the middle of July. So it was uh, a long wait, but we were glad to finally be here. Yeah, we've been waiting probably as long as those young marrieds have been waiting for their child. Uh, it wasn't nine months. It was about, what, seven months? I, I don't know. I feel like I expected us to be in world mandate, and that was like January. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, we're excited to be in the new building. Hey, guys, we want you to know that next Sunday, we have two things for you. We are having Promotion Sunday. Our kids are graduating into new classrooms. And we also want you, if you're a parent, to come check out Antioch and what our kids' ministry is all about. And if you're interested in serving in Antioch Kids, we want you here for the fall. And then we also have a worship and prayer night that same night. So that's Sunday, August 20th at 5 p.m. We're having a worship and prayer night. So we want you to be there. We have a little short uh, clip from our board of directors just celebrating us getting in the new building. We hope you enjoy today's message, and we'll see you guys soon. Peace out. Hi, Antioch Dallas here in Waco. We are rejoicing with you guys as you are now in your new building. I know it's been a journey of faith. And I am so grateful for the way God has led you and for the way he is moving in this church. I really truly believe this is gonna be a year of seeing God move in fresh ways. Hey, Antioch Dallas, my name's Donnie Martin. It's a pleasure to be a part of your board of advisors. And I am so excited that you finally made it to your new home and your new house. Home is a big deal uh, because home is a place where people are nurtured in their identity and equipped for their destiny. And you guys have made it into your new building. And I know that you're gonna be nurtured in your identity, but you also know that home is more than a haven. It's a place where people are equipped to serve God's purposes in all the nations of the earth. And so I'm so thankful. It's been quite a journey to get there, but you made it, way to go. Hey, Antioch Dallas, congratulations. You're in your new building. So excited for you. So proud of the journey you've been on. Way to go, Zach and Tina and team and all the Antioch Dallas family. I believe that this next season is going to be amazing. Expect it for a fresh move of God, salvations, healings, lives change, people sent to the nations. We are rooting for you here in San Diego, California. God bless you guys and see you soon. Greetings, Antioch Dallas. I want to say from McDonald's here in Michigan. All the kids, congratulations on moving into your new spot and praying for you every month during this process and just hope you have a great morning uh, and many great mornings to come. Man, this is a really special Sunday. If you're new with us, this is our first Sunday in our new space and it's been a little bit of a wait. So they say things are sweeter when you wait. This is a sweet Sunday for us. And so it's going to be a little bit of a different uh, service. Uh, but just realize that as a church family, we're, we're celebrating today, and we'd love for you to celebrate with us. My name is Zach. I'm the lead pastor here at Antioch, Dallas, and just, man, we made it at last. Uh, so exciting. So exciting. I'm just going to kind of recount a little bit of where we've been 
over the last year or so, and then where we're, where we're going just to celebrate the goodness of God together. And I want you to know, if you're a part of this church family, you're a part of this story, that you're a part of something bigger than just you or just me, but that God is at work in our midst, in our city. It's just a joy to get to be a part. Over the last several years, God's been at work in our church to grow us in both depth and breadth. And as he added people to our number, it became obvious we needed to move on from our former space where we were meeting. That, that building had seen better days. If you remember it, we're going to laugh about that together in just a moment. Um, and so we began to look, we began to pray, and we began to seek God about where was he taking us as a, as a church. Well, you know, the real estate market in Dallas is, uh, uh, it, it, it's wild, Right. Home prices, there you go, home prices in Dallas over the last seven years have have risen 70%. Wow, 70%. If you weren't a math major, that just means a lot, right? It's just gone up a lot. And as a church looking for space, man, it's just everybody and their cousin and their cousin's cousin trying to move into Dallas to develop something. There just weren't a ton of great options. But after praying and seeking the Lord and looking at, man, I I bet a hundred different possibilities, we stumbled onto this place. And little did we know when we first came and saw it, what God would have for us here. But what we found in this building was something at the crossroads of Dallas, the crossroads of 75 and 635. And our church has people kind of in all pockets of Dallas. And so this was great in terms of being a place that we can get to. But it's also a place of, of ministry, right? This is in the middle of the refugee corridor, it's a part of the city where refugees are relocated from all around the world uh, for various problems in their home countries. They end up here, and that's a great place for the people of Jesus to be. Uh, the elementary school just down the road, elementary school has 55 languages spoken in it. Wow. Again, non-math majors, that's just a lot, right? <laughs> and so you think, Wow. We know that God has a heart for the nations. We know that God wants all peoples to come to know him. And he's planted us uh, right here in the midst of a very diverse community to be a part of the hands and feet of Jesus. Loving people, sharing Jesus, investing in lives. So that's really, really exciting. That was a big hurdle. If you remember, we needed money to renovate uh, this space. And so uh, the cost on that was somewhere in the $150,000 range, which is just was a lot of money for us, right? And we brought it before the church and we said, hey, this is what we need to raise in order to be able to do this. But this isn't an obligation. This isn't like a have to. This is an opportunity that God is inviting us into, uh, that we may be a part of what God is doing in our city. And I was just so proud uh, of you guys, of seeing the way that we are growing in generosity and seeing the way that God provided through y'all the resources to be able to do this. Our staff was giving, our our life group leaders were giving, our volunteers were giving, our church was giving. We were even getting gifts sent in from people. We don't know who they are. They don't live in Dallas. We we never heard of them, never heard of them again, but they were sending money and it's like, wow, it's coming in. This is amazing, right? And if you remember, we got around Christmas time and we'd seen about 95,000 come in, had about 60 left. And Christmas, you know, everybody's in and out and doing different things and had a a service schedule this year with where Christmas fell that was just a little bit different than normal. And 
And so we said, man, we need to call the people to pray. We need to call people to pray. We need to look to God to provide. So we recruited 72, I believe it was 72 of y'all to pray for 21 days that God would provide the remaining $68,000 or so. And in that season of prayer, in that 21 days, again, we just saw God's faithfulness to answer the prayers of his people and the money came in. What an amazing thing. And I want to remind you of what we were sowing into Right? It wasn't just, well, we just want a, a new building. We want some cool lights or, or whatever. That, that's not it, right? We had six initiatives that we were believing that God was inviting us into. I'm going to re- just review them with you because it's been a few months. The first of those initiatives that we called That We May was that we brought together by the grace of Jesus, by his love and his faithfulness, that we could gather as a family where we'd be moved again and again and again, to awe, to wonder, to just, wow, Jesus, you are awesome. And that's what we have here. That's what we're able to do, that this would be a place where we could just be blown away again and again at the majesty of Jesus. That's what we get to do. We want to minister to the Lord from this place. That was one of the purposes for which we were raising the money. Second purpose was that we could invest in the next generation with passion and with excellence playing our part in passing on the gospel. You know, when you read through the scriptures, you see our faith, the faith we've inherited, passed down to us, is a multi-generational faith. It never ends with one generation, but God's purposes are multi-generational. And that means we have a responsibility to steward what we've been given and to invest it in the next generation. And if you remember our, our old space, the facilities made it a bit challenging to do that. You remember the two-foot, three-foot halls, you know, where you kind of crammed through. Kids' rooms where ceiling tiles might fall down from time to time. Not the ideal environment to really love and invest in children. And so what we wanted to do was to have a space where we could invest in the children of our church. We could invest in the families, but we could also invest in the children of our city. And if you get a chance to walk through the kids' area, you'll just see... Ample space, well-fitted to invest in kids and to raise up a new generation of Jesus followers. It's just so exciting. As we're doing that, as we, we have some more space, we've also raised up some new leaders in our children's and kids' ministry that I want to tell you about. She's going to give you some vision on where we're going. So if I can get Christina and Ellen, if you guys can come forward. Stephen, if you can come forward, buddy. Come on, you give them a clap. All right. Well, if you don't know, this is Christina Mora, a longtime member of our church, mom of three, wife of one, social worker, teacher extraordinaire, and she's going to be stepping in to provide leadership to the youngest among us from zero to four years old, that early childhood where people are getting their first taste of this is what church is like. This is what Jesus is like. This is what the people of God are like. So she's going to be providing leadership over that ministry uh, that we're doing, which is really exciting. 
wonderful to see her step in. And I'm just really, I have a, a two-year-old and one that's due in less than a month. So I'm excited for my kids to be under uh, her leadership. And I'm excited if you're a parent, you're in good hands with her and the team leading that ministry area for us. This is Ellen Schaub. Ellen, give him a wave. <laughs> Ellen is going to oversee our ministry to elementary school kids. So from K to six. Uh, kindergarten to sixth grade. She's going to be overseeing that, which is really exciting. Ellen has a background at Pine Cove, if any of you are familiar with that camp. Just a wonderful experience. So I have a, a going into fourth grade, going to second grade, and you're like, you got a lot of kids. I do have a lot of kids, but I'm excited for them, and I'm excited for your kids, and I'm excited for the elementary school kids of our neighborhood to have a ministry that they can be a part of to learn more about Jesus, to build godly friendships, and to understand God's purposes for their life. And Ellen's going to be providing leadership to that. Super exciting. When our board was here in November, one of the things that they uh, counseled us with, one of the pieces of advice that they gave us was they said, hey, we feel like y'all need to consider how you can invest in the youth of the church and the youth of our city. We were talking about that and and praying about that. And we were talking about, well, who would be a good leader for that? And almost uh, in unison, Every person at this little gathering said, I think Stephen Murray would be the best youth pastor we could imagine. There you go. And a mimer as well. So Stephen is going to have an expanded responsibilities this fall, along with a great team of leaders to oversee both our college ministry and the launch of a youth ministry alongside the Mayos and the Basses and some other volunteers. And so really excited about that as we continue to invest in youth and college students. And what I want you to see, I want you to see this, okay, we're, we're ministering to the next generation. It's not just about the space, although the space is important. But now God's raising up a team to do that. And I want to ask you, right, our youth ministries, children's ministries are built on volunteer teams. And we at Antioch believe that if you're a follower of Jesus, you've been given spiritual gifts by the Holy Spirit meant to build up the body of Christ, meant to build up the church, meant to build people, meant to grow people. And I believe that one of the primary arenas where you can use your spiritual gifts is in children's ministry and in youth ministry. And I want to ask you to consider, as we look to the fall, if God might have you volunteer to serve on one of those teams, volunteer to use the gifts you've been given to invest in the life of a a youth or a child or even a young baby to be a part of the body of Christ, to be a part of the church together, building up the next generation. I want to ask you for that because they're providing leadership, but we're a team-based church. We're a, every believer has a ministry type church, and we want to invite you into that. Would you guys pray with me as we uh, commission uh, Christina and Ellen and Stephen to, to launch these new or develop these new ministries? If you bow your head, Jesus, we're just excited for the opportunity to step into what you're doing. You're the one that said, let the little children come to me. God, and we just want to say, yes, we want to be about where you're going and what you're doing. Thank you for raising up leaders like Christina and Ellen and Stephen. Thank you for all the volunteers that love and serve and invest in our kids, Lord. And we thank you for this opportunity. We ask that you would fill our team, you would fill our volunteers, you would fill our children's ministry with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that our kids would grow in the knowledge of you. They grow in having really uh, solid, godly friendships, Lord, and they discover your purposes for their lives. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. You can give them a clap while they uh, head back to the kids' area. Man, just awesome. So the fourth initiative, I think I was on number four or number three. I'm on number three. Number three is that we may have a home base from which we can love and serve the poor, the at-risk, and the refugee with the compassion and the power of the gospel. Again, you know that as Jesus followers that we're called to be a people uh, that minister to the poor, to advocate for the poor. And, And it's just an honor to get to be in a neighborhood where we have the opportunity to work with people come from all around the world, all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of uh, uh, reasons why they end up in Dallas. And there's, just, there's great need. The schools around here, there's great need. The, the apartment complexes, there's great need. And so this is, I want you to think of this not as just a building, but a base for ministry, a base for transformation into the community as we look to the future. Number four that we may be a house of prayer for all nations here in Dallas. God's people are called to be a house of prayer. As a part of the church, we're called to be a people of prayer. And with this new space, we're going to have some new opportunities to grow in the area of intercession, to grow as a house that's praying for all peoples and all nations. And Lord knows we need it. So you can see, okay, this isn't just a building. It isn't just a ministry to the community, but this is a prayer center. And that's really exciting. Number five, that we may make disciples who step into the calling that God has placed on their lives to carry the gospel to the four corners of the world, whether Pakistan or the park cities. We have missionaries from our own mess that have been trained up and sent out all around the world. And we're equipping you, right? We're a church that's equipping one another to be disciples here in Dallas, Texas. And this is a space where disciples are made, where our training schools can meet, where our growth classes can happen. On Sunday morning, we can get equipped and sent out to be disciples on the streets of Dallas and the neighborhoods of Dallas. It's just really exciting. And then number six, that we may see marriages and families restored, college students touched, and young professionals mentored for their joy, our city's good, and the glory of God. Essentially, we want to be a part of saturating Dallas with the goodness of the gospel of Jesus. And that's what this is a hub for. That's what we are raising the money for. That's what we are believing God for. And we saw the money come in. You guys might remember April the 9th, we moved out of the Shoreview building thinking we're going to be in here for Easter. Uh, little, little surprise for us, right? Uh, didn't quite happen that way. We needed to move out from that building, and we were headed here, and it's just it's taken uh, a bit longer, you might say, to get us in. But we're here, and I just want to commend you. If you remember Easter, we met outside in the grassy kind of pond area, and, and we had people from all different nations, so many different nations at that Easter service hearing about the resurrection of Jesus hearing testimonies of the way the gospel had changed lives, seeing baptisms. I mean, it was just a joy and an honor. And we had more people at the Easter service out there in the grass than would have fit in our old building. So it seemed like God knows what he's doing. Um, and we were there, and then, then as the time stretched out, we've met in the parking lot out here. And you remember, it was super cold one week and then super hot the next week, and wind's blowing, and we're still gathered to meet with Jesus and meet with one another and intercede for our city. From the parking lot, we've been in houses together doing life group on Sunday morning. We've been in hotels from the humid 
embassy suites right by that pool and the crazy parking garage to the Sky Pony Ballroom at the, at the Wyndham, right? Who knew you'd go to church in the Sky Pony Ballroom? I didn't. But man, we have been on a journey together. And I just want to commend you for being a people that are willing to press in that are willing to walk by faith, that are willing to say, hey, Jesus is more important than if I have a comfortable building to meet in. Jesus is more important than if this is convenient or in the same place or whatever. I've just seen, man, you guys really embody the values that we want to carry out, the people that God's called us to be. One testimony out of that is I've seen the way that we've grown in generosity, not just through the That We May building project, but one of the ways God has been growing is in the area of just consistent financial generosity. And for churches normally, if you're not in the church world, the, the way that kind of the year works is summer is normally like a slow time for churches. And churches like ours are uh, run 100% off the donations of its members. We have no debt. We have no kind of secret, you know, millionaire that just funds everything for us. It's just what God provides is, is what we have to work with. And so in this season of kind of being nomadic, and in this season where it's normally like a down period for churches, several of you have asked, hey, are we, how are we doing on the finances there, right? Because you've got all these unplanned expenses with being nomadic. And, and I just want to brag on you guys. We had, it's, it's remarkable to me, from when we moved out of our old building in April, right, through our nomad season, right, we had the best uh, April we've ever had. We had the best May we've ever had. We had the best June we've ever had, and we had the best July we've ever had financially through y'all's generosity. That's worth clapping about, right? Because what you understand is that generosity is one of the keys to our faith, right? Our faith is built on the fact that God gave his son for us, right? And when we receive that grace, what it does is it rewires our hearts and it, it grows us in the area of generosity, of using the resources we have to give to God, his church, his purposes, right? And I've seen you guys do that, and I'm just proud of you. Way to go. Way to go over these last several months. Just really, really excited and really excited for what the, the future holds. I want to honor a few people today. It's only fitting to, to honor some people. I've honored everyone here, but in particular, there are a handful of people that kind of went above and beyond uh, what you could ask or even imagine in terms of helping this deal happen. So number one is Mark and Sam Sentence. Are they in here? Mark and Sam? All right. Well, we give them a, a clap in honor of them being part. Mark and Sam own a construction and architecture uh, company here in Dallas, longtime members of our church, and they've donated countless hours and expertise to handle the architectural development, the design process, the, the build out, all of that stuff, just giving because they love y'all and they love what Jesus is doing here. I want to honor them. I want to honor my wife over here, Christina Wave. Christina, in the midst of kids running everywhere and being pregnant with our number, our fourth, uh, really gave a lot of extra time and expertise to the design, the, the look, the aesthetic to make this house be a home. So if you're like, man, this is a, I like the way this looks, you can give her a pat on the back and say, thank you. A lot of sacrifice there and just wanted to honor her. Yeah, there's your first pat 
Okay, who else? I don't want to forget anybody. Kevin Bennett was in the first service. Kevin's a master electrician and a part of our church who really helped us navigate all the electrical stuff that was happening as we developed. Kenton Waldrum owns a printing uh, business and all the cool signs that we have that help direct everybody where they go. He has helped us develop and, and, and donated and just really thankful for him. Sterling Worth and David Ridley. Sterling was here in the first service. Uh, our members of our church work in commercial real estate and it provided countless hours and countless expertise um, in helping us navigate the latter half of this project and working with the city and the landlords, and just, man, I'm really, really grateful. My philosophy in life is find people that are smarter than I am and ask them questions and take their advice. And all of them have really helped our church as we have moved forward in this process. I want to commend to you our church staff. You may not know this. Yeah, you give them a clap. You may not know this, but over the past several months, they have gone above and beyond the call of duty, uh, officing all over the place, carrying on the ministries of the church, figuring out where we're going to meet each Sunday, uh, just navigating it all. And there's been no complaining. There's been no grumbling. It's just been, hey, we're in, right? Countless hours of overtime, countless late nights, days off, weekends, like all of that. Because they love you and they love Jesus. And I, and I don't know that you would know that. I've been through a mobile church situation before where I was a, an attender. And I just thought, man, this is cool. I didn't know all the stuff that was going on behind. Now I do. And I just want to commend them to you so that when you see them, you could be like, hey, thank you for the way that you've loved our church. Thank you for the way you've loved Jesus. Thank you to their spouses uh, who have sacrificed times to make that happen. Just want to really honor honor them. As we look to the future, as we look to move forward, next Sunday, if you're a parent, we've got two things going on. One, you're a parent. We're having promotion Sunday, which means these kids' rooms and our kids' ministry, right? Kids are stepping up a grade. They're probably going to a new grade in school. Hopefully, they're moving up a grade, um, and, and they're moving up a new grade in our, in our children's ministry, so you want to make sure that you know about that. So you might want to get here a little bit early next Sunday to help your child in that transition. And then number two, next Sunday evening, if you can put that up, we're going to have a time of worship and prayer uh, just to commit this space to the Lord. So I'd love to invite you to come up. We'll be praying over the lobby, the kids' rooms, in here, praying for our neighborhood, just really committing this place to Jesus for his purposes and his glory, that this would be a place from which our city would be saturated with the gospel of Jesus.